Hey guys, welcome to Good Enough For Me. I'm Lauren Meadows and this is my podcast. I decided to start a podcast because I'm a first-time mom who's trying to figure out what the hell I am doing with my life as a mom, as a woman, as a wife, and I just wanted to create a community where we could just talk and figure it out together. I decided on good enough for me because I've always struggled with feeling like I'm good enough for myself, good enough as a person, good enough at my job, and now I've really struggled with feeling like I'm good enough as a mom, and at the end of the day, I just want to be good enough for me, and if my life is good enough for me, then that's good enough for me. I really didn't know what I was going to talk about in this first episode. I've wanted to start a podcast for a while, honestly, since COVID, because as a travel nurse, I thought it would be interesting just to give my opinion on nursing and life as a travel nurse. But honestly, nursing just isn't my life anymore, and my career isn't my life anymore. But figuring out how to navigate this journey as a mom and a woman in her late 20s is something that I feel like a lot of people can relate to and I felt so alone even with a great community in village because you just sometimes feel like you are the only one going through things but literally we have all had moms and they have all gone through the same things as us. Some of you might have found this podcast from TikTok or Instagram. I love connecting with you guys on there, but if you are new to me and my life, I'm going to tell you a little bit about me. I'm Lauren. I am 28. I married my husband, Ben, in 2021, and we found out we were pregnant like two months later, and we have our daughter who is now eight months old. She was born last June, and she was born early because I did have preeclampsia, and that was a whole journey in itself. And ever since then, I have been working very part-time as a nurse and trying to really find the balance of being a mom, a working mom, but also a stay-at-home mom. And it has been pretty hard. Um, I don't really know what I'm doing most days, even at eight months. We have a routine most of the time, but then something happens like teething or she doesn't sleep well one night or we go for a walk too long and she doesn't nap well um, and it just throws the routine out the window and it makes me really question myself as a mom and what I'm doing and sometimes I feel like well maybe I should just work full-time because then at least I know I'll be contributing to our life financially and I've really struggled with that lately because we are buying a house We are actually supposed to be closing next week on a house, which is super, super exciting, but also it's put a lot of strain on our life just financially and kind of not knowing what the future holds. Um, Like I said, I work very part-time as a nurse. I work in an ER once or twice a month. I can work more if I need to, but I try not to because we do not have childcare all the time. And I also work at an IV med spa and I work there once a week and it's a really easy job and it's great for a little bit of income. But on days when it's really hard staying at home with my daughter and I kind of feel like a failure, I just think I might as well do a full-time job and contribute financially and just put her in daycare because then at least I feel like I'm being productive And that is just a terrible way of thinking, and I know it is, and it's a lot of mom guilt, and I've struggled with postpartum anxiety and depression, and 
I'm really feeling that way today especially. Yesterday we had a great day. I have been home for a five-day stretch while my husband's working and I only have to work on the weekend this week and my daughter and I we went on a few walks. I got to meet up with a local mom's group and it was honestly a great day and then three o'clock hit and all hell broke loose. She did only take a few 30-minute naps, and I think that really was the downfall because she didn't have a long nap. And she's napping right now, and I'm praying that she stays asleep because she really needs a good afternoon nap. And all you moms know the struggle of when a baby does not get a good nap. But yesterday at 3 o'clock, it just seemed to all go downhill. And we had this great day, and I was in such a great mood. And then nothing would calm her down. She wanted to be held, but she wanted to play on the ground. And she didn't want to crawl yet because she's almost there. But she also didn't want us to, like, help her play with things on the floor. And it was just really frustrating because I couldn't figure out what was wrong with her. She also wasn't eating very well, so she was fussy because of that. And I think it's because she has teeth coming in. But my husband came home around 4.30, which he told me he was going to be home at 4. And so that last 30 minutes, the dogs were barking outside. She had finally kind of fallen asleep on me, but was crying slash sleeping. And he came home 30 minutes later than he said he would because work was busy. And I just felt so overwhelmed and needed him home immediately. The way that my husband and I do marriage and parenting is we really try to prioritize the things that each other wants to do like I like to go to the gym or I want to go and spend time with my friends and he will always find a way to watch our daughter or support that so he came home yesterday and was like it's really nice outside I would love to go for a quick run and as much as I wanted him to stay home and take care of our daughter because I was just at my wits end. I knew that that run was important to him. And so he went on his run and I told him to, and he was like, I can stay home, but I would have felt guilty as a wife telling him not to do something that is his one thing that he wants to do for himself that day. And I really think us prioritizing that for each other has helped us. But so he came back from his run and she was still super, super, super fussy. And we were like, okay, we're going to go sit on the patio at this local Mexican restaurant next to us and get margaritas and just try to have like a nice evening because it was nice outside. And we went over there and it was just, it was not a good time. And (laughs) we had a quick margarita and chips and salsa. And there's nothing like looking forward to a nice patio drink and it not being enjoyable. Um, And she cried. She just kept on crying. We came home. She was still fussy and crying. And we decided to do bedtime earlier than usual. And I looked at my husband because I felt like I was going to scream. Like, I could hear myself raising my voice. And I don't want to raise my voice at my daughter. She is a baby. And so raising my voice asking her like what do you want like she can't tell me she doesn't know what she wants and once I felt myself getting like that I looked at my husband and was like I need you to do bath time and some of bedtime alone because I cannot I can't do it right now and I 
feel really bad about that because we always do bath time and bedtime together. He gets the bottle and bed and humidifier ready. I do bath time and then he lotions her up and then we feed her together and read books. And last night I just wanted to lock myself in my room and be away from anything. Um, And so when he did take her to go take a bath, I just sat on the couch crying because I felt like such a bad mom for kind of like just like pushing her away, like take this baby away that I love and adore and want so bad. And I want to spend all my time with like I want to be a full time stay at home mom. I don't want to have to work. But because of how overstimulated I felt last night, I just I needed a break today. I still feel guilty about that, even though so many other moms have told me like it's okay to take a break and you need to take a break because you need to be the best mom you can be for your daughter. And if you are at your wits end or overstimulated, you're not going to be the best mom. And I know that. And I I know that. And if one of my friends told me this story, I would be telling them that exact same thing. But the guilt is such a bitch. I don't know why we feel this need to be like the perfect mom because none of us are perfect. Truly, every mom has their own struggles. And so that's why I'm sharing this because I know some of you guys have to relate to this. And I know tonight, once I do bath time and bedtime, like our normal routine, I will feel better and... My daughter doesn't need a frustrated and overstimulated mom. She needs a mom who can get some peace and quiet sometimes, but it just kind of feels like a failure when like you're spending the whole day with them and at the end of the day, that's all you can handle. Like you just want to break from them. I don't know. It really makes me feel like, can I actually be a full-time stay-at-home mom or maybe I do need to work some. I need to do something for myself. And that's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't really know what I can do for myself right now besides working. I'm trying to figure out what I'm passionate about and what I can do that makes me happy and is fun to me and that I enjoy that's not nursing. Because honestly, as much as I thought I would love nursing and I have enjoyed it sometimes and I've enjoyed travel nursing, it's just not where my heart is. And it's super disappointing because you go into a career. I spent four years of my life getting my nursing license, and I've been a nurse for seven years. So that's 11 years of my life, and it's not what I want to do. So I feel like I'm just kind of like starting over from scratch, but now married and with child. Um, so it's just hard, and I don't, I don't know what I even like or what I want to do, and what I can do financially because my husband is in sales and he does an amazing job at supporting us, but I'm not the type of person who can just rely on someone else to financially support me. And it also goes along with that guilt where like when I was on maternity leave and I would get Starbucks, my husband would tell me it was totally fine to get a Starbucks every day. Like I literally just pushed a baby on my vagine and I would feel bad because of a $7 Starbucks drink that made me happy. And he told me if that $7 drink 
is the one thing that makes you feel good and happy that day, like, please do it. But it was still hard for me because I wasn't working. It wasn't my money, even though we're married. He doesn't see it that way. It's just how I see it. Just a lot of like insecurity with not working and not bringing anything to the table financially. So yeah, that's kind of where my head is at right now. Um, This is not going to be the norm, I hope, where I am just like in this rut and guilty and just feeling like blah. I want this to be an encouraging but also transparent space where you guys see my real life or hear it and that's where I'm feeling right now. I am eight months postpartum and some days I feel like I have it all together and some days I feel like I have nothing together and I am a complete failure. Um, As far as jobs go, I have looked into work from home mom jobs, mom jobs, nursing jobs, and there are some and there are definitely some that I could be qualified for like a triage nurse job, which my background is in ER nursing cosmetic nursing and travel nursing and um, I've travel nursed all around the country so being a work from home nurse would be something completely different than I've ever done and I thought it was something I did want to do so I looked into those triage nurse positions but you have to be available on the phone and I don't really want to do a phone job like a call center type of thing from home because I don't really want to talk to people. Now, I know, I like to talk a lot. I'm talking a lot right now. But it's different talking to people who are asking you for medical advice or telling you like how they're feeling and all their symptoms and stuff. I've done that for years as a triage nurse in the ER. And it can be kind of draining. I also didn't want to have to be like completely on call, like literally on call with being a phone triage nurse, I wanted to be able to do something where I can work at my own pace. And there are some jobs like that. There are like legal nurse consultant jobs and work from home insurance jobs that nurses like go through and review um, certain diagnoses or labs, testing, that type of thing and make sure that they can get approved by insurance is kind of the gist that I get Um, and there's also jobs that have to do with like charting and reviewing nursing charts to make sure hospitals can bill a lot of work from home jobs have to do with billing and insurance and honestly I just cannot see myself being passionate about that it would be a very reliable job for me and I think it's something I could get into even though I haven't taken some of these like medical coding courses there are beginner and like entry level jobs in that field again I just don't know if it's something I'm passionate about and what I would want to get into and then the legal nurse consultant job it sounds really cool but it's also kind of intimidating to me and I don't know if I want to be the person who is getting called into a courtroom for something um one job that I saw, it was kind of interesting. It was like making sure that people who had epilepsy, which is a seizure disorder, couldn't have driver's licenses. And if they did have a driver's license, that they're like 
medical chart said that they could have a driver's license. I don't really know how it works, but that's kind of like what a legal nurse consultant job one of them, I guess, would do. Um, But all these work from home jobs and stuff, I really researched it when I was about like three months postpartum because I went back to work at seven weeks postpartum, not full time, just part time. But I had to go back and so I was researching all these work from home positions because people are like, I work from home with a baby, you can do it. I don't know how people work from home with a baby. Like I can hardly answer emails and stay on top of chores, which I don't stay on top of chores. Our house is always a wreck, um, which also like I feel bad because I'm like, I'm a terrible stay at home wife and mom. Like I can't even keep our house like clean. My husband will come home from work sometimes and do dishes. And I'm just like, I suck, which I don't like taking care of a baby all day. That is my task is keeping her alive, healthy and fed. But I don't know how people work from home with children. Like if you work from home with a child, baby, multiple children, like you are a superhero. My attention span could never. And also I just don't have that like balance. I feel like I think I would either have to ignore her completely, which is not what I want to do. Or I would have to get like an in-home babysitter while I'm working from home. And that's not ideal, especially as a babysitter. I was a nanny and I nannied for a family over a summer, which I loved nannying for them. But the mom worked from home and sometimes the kids like did not want to listen to me and they wanted to run up to their mom. And I just know that if Layton knew that I was home, she would want me instead of some babysitter. So working from home was kind of off the table in that traditional sense Ideally, what I would love to do is stay at home, create content, and build a brand of some sort. Now, that's like a huge, big dream that I really don't have a idea, specific idea of how I'm going to do it. And so that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> It's kind of a weird place to be in. I feel like I have all these opportunities that come to me sometimes with like TikTok and Instagram, but TikTok and Instagram are not forever. And I know that. I know like I cannot rely on financially living off of social media without coming up with something, some product brand or something for myself and for my community that is like helpful, informative, something you guys like. Um, but that, that's the big dream, but it feels like it's kind of impossible right now because I don't really know what I'm doing. (laughs) So work from home jobs. I don't know. Um, I've also thought about different nursing jobs. Like maybe I'm not in the right bedside nursing specialty because I've mostly only done ER. I've done progressive care and ICU floating, like barely just a little bit. And I've done cosmetic nursing. And cosmetic nursing is not all it's cracked up to be, let me tell you. There's a lot of sales that goes into it and kind of preying on people's insecurities. Now, I love my lip filler and I love Botox for myself, but I don't want to ever make someone feel like they have to spend thousands of dollars to make their face look different. So that kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. So I don't really think I would get back into cosmetic nursing. 
But after being pregnant and having my baby, I really fell in love with labor and delivery and the process of it. And there's just so much to learn. And it's mostly happy in most people's like happiest days of their lives. But there's also terrible, terrible, sad things that happen. And I think while I am in my childbearing years and going to get pregnant again, hopefully, and have another baby sometime soon, I just do not think it's smart for me to switch specialties to labor and delivery. And if I had to do that, I would have to consistently work two to three shifts a week. And we would probably have to put our daughter in daycare. I have nothing against anyone who puts their baby in daycare. You have to do what you have to do. And daycare is great for social skills, for learning. They're watching other babies do stuff. But I just don't trust very many people with my daughter. And it scares me. And the thought of sending her to a daycare with someone that I don't know and I can't like watch on camera all the time just is anxiety inducing not to mention how expensive daycare is I would just rather stay at home and not spend money on it so I think my plan is though if I want to work at bedside again and not do ER I will probably switch to labor and delivery because I was really passionate about educating other moms and learning what's going on with the body each week and month and like the different stages of labor and things that you can do like the peanut ball was absolutely life-changing for me and my labor and delivery nurse who was there during my delivery was so great and I was just like I want to do that I think I don't know so yeah that's just my rant about like I have no idea what I'm doing with my life I don't have anything together And there's so many options and I am only 28, but I'm almost 29 and it just really feels like I'm starting my life completely over, which is so overwhelming, but exciting at the same time to like have that opportunity. I really think I do just need to jump in and trust myself and really dig my heels into things that I'm passionate about and figure out what I can make that into as a career. I forgot to mention, I even started this like event decor business in Nashville when my husband and I lived in Nashville a few years ago before we got engaged. I kind of knew that we were going to be getting engaged soon because we had been talking about it. We had been living together for mm, two years at that point. We had been dating for almost three when we got engaged but we were discussing just getting married getting engaged looking at rings and I was like I want to get some discounts on our wedding and I knew we were going to most likely get married in the Nashville area and I saw a need for like arch rentals and balloon rental companies and that was before like balloon rentals popped off and everyone and their mom did it. So I created those like arch backgrounds and like triangle arches and a hexagon arch. That was in 2020 when those designs and things were very, very in. I actually got a lot of traction, a lot of business, but we were having to set up for weddings and bridal showers and events like every weekend. And it was just pretty exhausting to do that. 
But that was something that was really fun and I enjoyed doing. And I thought like, oh, we're going to make this business and this is like going to be what I'm going to do. I'm going to quit nursing. But working in the event business is not all it's cracked up to be because you're giving away all your evenings, all your weekends. And it's fun to see other people getting married and having fun. But it just like wasn't worth it to me. But it did save us some money with the wedding. I got to barter some services for some of our decor. We got to trade decor with another design and invent company in Nashville. And that was really great. Um, So I was really happy that I did that. (laughs) And we saved money. And then I sold or traded all the rest of our like arches and we had like a greenery wall I was gonna make a champagne wall but I decided not to um but yeah that was like the type of stuff we were doing so I've always been kind of like this entrepreneurial did I say that word right entrepreneur (laughs) say that five times fast I've always felt like I was going to be my own boss and be an entrepreneur um But that's like not what you do nursing for. And the reason I got into nursing is because I knew it was going to be a challenge and I wanted to help people and it seemed safe and it is safe and I will always keep my license active. Um, But doing Meadows & Co., which was the name of our event company, was definitely like a taste of what I could do and seeing that I could build a website and build an Instagram following and do that but I just wasn't passionate about the actual business itself um but yeah that was fun I forgot we did that sometimes like it's just like a distant memory I think we did it for like a year and somehow people will still call me probably like once a month asking about rentals and I don't know where they're getting our number from because I like took down the website pretty sure I took down the Facebook and the Instagram or at least the Instagram's private, and I just, I don't know how people are getting our phone number, and I feel so bad because I'm like, I'm not doing rentals anymore. I do have a really cool story about our rentals, though. So I used to be like a big Bachelor Nation fan. I've kind of dropped off recently, like I'm not watching this season of The Bachelor, but when I lived in Nashville, we had this gold hoop arch that we used a lot for floral arrangements and balloons for weddings and parties and I got this email from Caitlin Bristow's like assistant's assistant to help set up for one of her um, shoots for her scrunchie business I am totally blanking on her scrunchie business right now but Caitlin Bristow she was the bachelorette she's been a co-host of the bachelor Um, she is awesome like her own business podcast wine spade and sparrows do dude i think that's what it's called do oh it's do edit is the name of the scrunchie company anyway so they emailed me and i was like shaking i was like oh my gosh and they wanted to use our gold hoop arch for a shoot she was doing for do edit and i was like yes of course and then they were like do you have any floral recommendations so i hooked them up with the florist of the pictures that they really liked that they found off my website, which my SEOs must have been working because that's how they found us. I went to this little venue in Nashville, set up my hoop arch, which took two seconds, and then left. And then I see on Instagram that Caitlin and Jason got engaged that day. Uh Uh-oh, baby is awake. And 
they got engaged that day and they took engagement pictures with the gold hoop arch that I set up and the florals from the florist that I recommended. So that was a really cool thing. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't think that I want to do that type of stuff anymore. I still do balloons like for my parties or my family's parties and friends parties. But yeah, go look at Caitlin Bristow's like engagement pictures. It's like a white background. You can kind of see the gold hoop in the back. Um, I didn't get to meet her, but that was just like really cool. So I feel like I'm kind of a part of their engagement, <laughs> even though they have absolutely no idea who I am. But yeah, since the baby's woken up now, I am going to have to go get her. She's kind of chilling for now, but I know she's going to get pissed real soon. This is kind of going to be what it's going to be like. I am going to probably bitch and complain about some things. I'm probably going to tell some really embarrassing stories and I'll probably be talking quite a bit about pop culture because I love watching reality shows and I love talking about it and I don't ever really have anyone to talk about it with. So you guys are going to hear all my thoughts on that and we'll just figure out how to be good enough for ourselves together. So thanks for listening to my first episode of Good Enough For Me. Please rate, review, subscribe. Tell me what you love about the podcast, what you don't love, what you want to hear more. Since this is my first episode and the first podcast I am releasing, this is so important. The ratings and reviews are so, so important in supporting me in this new adventure. I love you guys so much. And yeah, that's good enough for me. Talk to you guys next week.